What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Creating Madness. I'm here with my co-hosts, Garrett and Ethan. How are y'all doing on this fine day? Awesome. Glad to be here. I'm doing great. I'm excited for this. Now that you're finally back in Greece. Uh, Greece was awesome. I really liked it there. I encourage all of you to go if you can. Um, and I'm doing pretty well myself. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about conference realignment. Now that affects my Texas Longhorns. Uh, as well as the rest of college basketball. So if you want more content like this, please come back and watch our previous episodes or watch our uploading episodes. Um, and another place you can find our episodes is on socials. Our Twitter is at ATR Madness, and our Instagram is at underscore creating madness. You can go find a lot of content there, especially on Twitter, where the sports world is. Um, and also the reason why we're here, please go check out Unwrapped Sports, their Instagram their Twitter, their YouTube channel now, um, and every other socials they have to offer. And also, we need to talk about Patreon. $1 to become a member. $5 to join their all-access group chat, where we can talk about sports betting and every other thing under the sun. And with their $10 membership, it's everything we just discussed, and their monthly giveaway, which includes some really cool things like signed helmets, signed jerseys, sports memorabilia of all types of sorts. You name it, they have it. And it's a really fun place to interact with other sports fans around the world. So let's get into it. Conference realignment. Uh, as we all know, Texas and Oklahoma have formally decided to join the SEC. They say it's 2025, but we all know it's probably going to be sooner than that. That's what happened with the last SEC realignment, where, or really the last Big 12 realignment, where a lot of the Big 12 dispersed. Big 12 added a few new members, but particularly in the SEC, they added. Big 12. I mean, they didn't have Big 12. They had Missouri and Texas A&M. Missouri and Texas A&M were supposed to join five years after the deal was made, but they only joined after two. And I think that Texas and Oklahoma will be doing the same thing. Garrett, Ethan, your thoughts? I would be – I'm really thinking we're going to see Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC in 2022. Yeah, same here. Also, quick disclosure, since John is finally back, we're going to pretty much be doing – uh, part two to last week's episode right here. Yeah, no, it's going to be a continuation of last week's episode. I wanted to touch on this a lot, considering that this really affects my favorite conference and my favorite team. Um, and speaking of my favorite team, um, Texas has been getting a lot of flack for a lot under the sun lately, and I want to address it here as the the uh, not only the Unwrapped, but the Creating Madness Texas fan. Um, can, I, deserved- can, can, can I set you up here? Set me up. Okay, so the flack that Texas is getting is because Texas basically made themselves king of the Big 12 and started the Longhorn Network, and we're all about making all this money, and now ESPN does not want to deal with them, and that's why the move is happening. The Longhorn Network is the root cause of this problem, and that's why Texas is getting a lot of flack. Your reply. I was actually going to say all of that, but then the more recent stuff, including the horns down crap. Um, don't want to talk about that that much. We'll just, we'll just leave it there. And the fact that they want to go try and earn more money in the sec with Oklahoma, even though as Garrett said, they made themselves a king to big 12. Now as for how they're going to do, and if they're going to make money, do I think Texas, and OU are going to do good in basketball. I think that Texas OU are going to do great in basketball. Porter Mosier, the new coach at OU, has shown that he can do pretty good in the recruiting market in terms of uh, – not the free agency market, that's the NBA. In terms of the transfer portal, 
Um, and he also did really well picking up local talent in Chicago. So I think that he can do a great job recruiting the Midwest and the South to try to get the players he needs. And as for Texas, we have a top five, top three coach in college basketball. And if he can take Texas Tech to a national championship, then I'm pretty sure going to be rolling off a few natties every few seasons, if I'm being completely honest. He's going to be the biggest game changer in Texas sports, not Texas sports history, but Texas basketball history, that's for sure. So I'm really excited to see what Chris Beard does. Ethan, Garrett? I, I think they're definitely going to be competitive on the basketball side. And as far as the making money side of it goes, which is what driving all this, uh, conference TV money, which is what's behind this, is split between the teams. It, so success on the field or the court is, does not, is not necessarily tied into the money. I mean, obviously it helps at the local level, but for the TV deals – they're going to be just fine, and that that's why they're doing this. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for success on the court, obviously, like you mentioned, Porter Moser is probably a top ten, in my opinion, a top ten coach. Anyone that can take a small school like Loyola Chicago that can not necessarily pay you anything close to what Oklahoma's paying him and make it to a Final Four, make it to a Sweet 16, and send players to professional leagues, that's huge. Him going to Oklahoma is going to help booster that program to heights that not even Trey Young was able to bring them as a player. As for Texas, Chris Beard going there, I'll say top three definitely, maybe top two. That's going to help a lot. These two teams are set for years to come, in my opinion. And as for money, these two are already making money. In the SEC, a bigger conference, they're going to continue making money. All very good insight there. And another thing is that the Big 12 is a conference with eight other teams. And so where are the following teams going to end up in a better place or worse place from where they are right now? West Virginia? Kansas and Iowa State and particularly I want to hear on Garrett from this because he is an Iowa fan and I want to see how he thinks Iowa State will end up Garrett Iowa State's in a, a, a really interesting situation because naturally you would think the Big Ten would be the landing spot for them and I'm just I'm, I'm not 100% behind it. Personally, as a fan, I would love to see it, and I think most fans in Iowa would also love to see it. I'm just not sure if Iowa University, the people in charge of Iowa University, are going to want Iowa State in the conference. So that might derail that. But personally, I would love to see Iowa State join the Big Ten. It'd be a great landing place for them. Uh, establish the Midwest – because. Honestly, this all comes back to money. That would establish their hold on the Midwest market and pick up, you know, maybe Oklahoma State or uh, University of Kansas has been uh, rumored to be in talks with the Big Ten. Either one of those would also ex- extend their TV market. So I, I, I'm kind of I'm unsure on Iowa State. I just I really am. It's all up to the presidents at Iowa as far as how far that's going to get. Ethan, what are your thoughts on West Virginia and Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State is a very difficult one, in my opinion, because they have 
what is now one of the most uprising basketball programs in the entire country. And the fact that they could bring so much to any conference that they join. I personally would like to see them join the Big Ten, although I feel like they fit more in the Pac-12. I feel, and then as for West Virginia, they can just head right back into the ACC. They're comfortable there. They're going to do whatever they need. West Virginia to ACC makes the most sense to me. Bob Huggins going up against Duke every year sounds very fun to me. So Now, what are we thinking about the Big 12 Conference rejects? Because the teams we haven't mentioned are Baylor, TCU, and Kansas State, unless I just completely... Oh, and sorry, and Texas Tech. My bad. Um, What's going to happen to the rejects? Because... I mean, we haven't really talked about them much. They're not going to be of much importance to a lot of conferences. So are they going to form a new conference with a bunch of elite and major schools? Or are they going to try and squeeze their way into the SEC or the Pac-12 or any other of those big conferences? I think the Big 12 as a conference is done. Uh, I've seen a couple different theories floated out. I, I really think that you're going to end up and it might take two or three years before this all shakes out completely. But I really think you're going to end up with ACC, SEC, big 10 and PAC 12. And they're going to have 20 teams apiece. 20 teams. Hold on. 20 teams. Yeah. I think you're going to be running either 18 or 20 teams in each conference. I was thinking, or from what I heard, at least it was going to be four uh, 16 team super conferences. So, like, some, some, well, isn't the SEC already at 18? Adding, were they at 16 or 14? I'm pretty sure they're at 14, but maybe they're at okay. 16. I have no idea. Um, but I think what's going to happen to those schools personally, or actually, I want to get Ethan's thoughts on this immediately after. What I think is going to happen to them personally is they're going to attempt to form a new conference. Uh, to try and preserve their name in a Power 5 conference. And then I think if that doesn't work, they'll try and disperse and join the, some super conferences. But, Ethan, I want to hear your thoughts. Well, I'll say first off, they do have 14 teams in the SEC. Yeah, that's correct. I just double-checked myself. Yeah. Sorry, so four 16-team conferences is most likely. Although I would love to see the 20-team Garrett. I love that idea. But as for, like, the, su- the max super teams – my only question for that, John, is are they going to pursue football or basketball super teams? Because mm. are you going to target the UCF and the Cincinnati, although Cincinnati's both football and basketball right now, or are you going to go after the San Diego States and the Buffalo? Right. Because what brings them more money, football or basketball? Football. So they're – so as much as I think we'd all love to see like some of those top tier like Hell throw Gonzaga BYU back into this and just make it a fun better conference, but I don't think that's necessarily possible because all these teams are happy or they want to go into a set conference. UCF wants the SEC. UCF wants the ACC, a set conference that won't fall apart like the Big Twelve. And Ethan brought up a bit of a great point there. And so in terms of basketball, we get kind of put to the side here as college basketball fans because in terms of stats, football makes a lot more money except for when it's March. So, you know, for the 11 months of the year that aren't March, you're going to be going after the football schools that are going to make you the most money. And so 
as much as we love to see Buffalo and San Diego State in our conference and other schools that are primarily good at basketball and not as much football, uh, that's only going to be in our dreams because the Big 12 is going to go after the schools that are going to make them the most money, if that's going to still be even be a conference. And so it's going to be football schools primarily, and if they're good at basketball, it's great. So we can kind of throw it on the side as CBB fans, but, you know, we're kind of used to this point. Well, and um, I don't really see any way that this shakes out that the Big 12 remains a Power 5 conference. Oh, no, for sure, no. E- even if they some exist like I, I i'm really leaning towards that we are not going to have a big 12 once oklahoma and texas split and the the king of the pile after oklahoma and texas is oklahoma state and i think what oklahoma state does is going to determine what the rest of the teams do but i don't really think I mean, Oklahoma State could try to pull together a conference with the rest of, you know, pull in some other teams and make a conference, but they aren't going to be a Power Five conference. I would love to see Oklahoma State in the Big Ten just from a fan standpoint. I think that would make the Big Ten better and it would also expand their market area. But I think it's most likely that Oklahoma State and Baylor – and then pick two of the other ones. And Baylor, because of the basketball, I mean, both their women's and men's basketball teams have been very good lately. But get Oklahoma State and Baylor matched up and go to the Pac-12 and pick two of the other random ones and that go to the Pac-12 with them. West Virginia goes to the ACC. Notre Dame joins the ACC. And then the Big Ten picks up Iowa State and Kansas. And that's Garrett's scenario. But a lot of people are thinking that if we're going to have four 16-team super conferences, that some schools with this burst of the Big 12 are going to have to drop some. We're looking at schools like Pitt, Wake Forest, Rutgers, Vanderbilt, Oregon State, schools that are very – not very – have been trying to compete in their conferences for a really long time. In schools like Vanderbilt's case, over 50 years, but they've never had any long-term success in really any sport – most importantly, football. So they this might drastically affect those types of schools, ones that are really trying to make their way in their conferences. And I was wondering if y'all think that's fair to those schools and still give them more time to try and compete, or is their lack of winning really just going to be their downfall in the end? They're going to have to get rid of them at some point. Well, keep in mind, Vanderbilt's been very hot in the recruiting trail, getting a couple four- and five-stars lately. So I don't think you can throw Vanderbilt out just because their basketball is looking hot, and I don't think you're going to kick out a team that's looking to challenge for the SEC title in that. But I do agree with you in that certain teams are going to get kicked out. Um, if you look at the Big Ten personally, I'd say you should kick out Rutgers. <laughs> kick out you. Hell, I wouldn't. I'd be upset. But as an Illinois fan, I could see them kicking Illinois football out to bring in Oklahoma State. Like you got. If you're these conferences, yeah. Unless they were a founding member of the conference, I say you kick them out. And if you can bring in better talent. Garrett? I, I don't think they're going to kick anybody out. With, you don't think they kick anybody out? Now, no, my question I, is... The, the only way I could see that happening is if the Big 12 somehow manages to maintain which they're going to have to steal schools at this point. Like you can't just bring up 
four teams out of the Mountain West and the MAC and CUSA and call yourselves a Power Five school at this point. You have to, you're going to have to steal schools. And then I, if somehow they manage to pull that off, which I don't really see happening just from a money standpoint, because the biggest problem that the Big 12 has right now is they went to, they went to ESPN and said, look, our TV contract is up in three years. We would like to renegotiate. And ESPN told them to go get bent. <laughs> like that, that's, that's the Big 12's biggest problem right now. I mean, you can talk about competitive and you can talk about what schools would do good in the conference theoretically all you want. The problem is if the TV money isn't there, ain't nobody going there. And so that's the biggest reason I think the Big 12 is done because ESPN has no interest in negotiating a TV deal with them. And that that's a death knoll for the conference. So I, I don't really see anybody getting kicked out, even the Vanderbilts or the Rutgers. Uh, has... <sighs> I understand the case. I just think they're going to be expanding, not cutting down. And I don't think you're going to do any swapping. I think it's much more likely that you end up with 18 or 20 team conferences than you have conferences kick teams out to stay at 16 teams. I just, I the contracts that are involved, the TV money that is involved, it would just get really messy real quick on the money side of things. And I don't think it's going to happen. And the other thing is you're always going to have somebody at the bottom. I, I don't care what conference you are. You're always going to have those two or three teams that everybody else beats up on. And it is cyclical. I mean, you look at it right now, Nebraska in the 90s was a football powerhouse. And people are talking about them maybe getting four wins this year in football. And I, I, I'm leeching over into football a little bit here, but that's my most pertinent example. Nebraska was just a straight powerhouse throughout the 90s on the football side. And right now they're talking about whether or not they're going to get over four wins in the Big Ten this year. But that's going to circle around, and Nebraska will be good at football again. That's just how things work. If you're any school other than Iowa, you go up and down. Because <laughs> Iowa has been consistently an 8 to eight to 12 win team for the past 40 years. With like so I'll say 8 to 12 wins. So I'll say 8 to 12 wins. But moving back into basketball, <laughs> I, would say, I would say an example that Garrett, that reminded me of what Garrett was saying about Nebraska football is Wake Forest basketball. A school with Chris Paul and Tim Duncan uh, two all-time great players, and Tim Duncan brought them to a Final Four. They're recruiting well, and all of a sudden, since then, they have been trash. And so, I don't think you're going to kick those two schools out. Now, thinking about it, and actually, on the topic of kicking out, do y'all know of any teams that have ever been kicked out of the conference? I can't think of any. Maybe SMU in the '80s. Yeah, I can't think. They got kicked out. My head. Well, the SMU thing was an NCAA death penalty, so. I don't really think you would count that because that was the NCAA thing, not a conference thing. Right. Okay. The school has been kicked out off the top of my head. Maybe we're all just dumb, <laughs> but but I I think I think you can't really kick schools out. So yeah, well, it's kind of expand or bust. Well, to be fair, we are dumb. We have an Illinois fan, a Texas fan, and a redneck from Iowa. So we're not the smartest bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. I want to hear it. All right. Um, so. But I also want to talk about. 
you know, in the hypothetical that Garrett gave us, which I think is pretty realistic, you know, we have West Virginia, you said West Virginia is going to the ACC and we have Iowa state and Kansas joining the big 10 and we have some other expansions in the, the pac 12. And so towards uh, 16 team super conferences, who is going to be the best conference, at least in the most recent years with things you're looking right now. Uh, I want to hear y'all's thoughts. Well, Overall, with all sports, I'm going to go SEC just because Texas and Oklahoma both do reign supreme in the national rankings with all the minor sports. But if you're going to talk about the top one, in our opinion, being college basketball, I'm going to go the Big Ten if they get Kansas and Iowa State. Because although Iowa State's had a down year, typically they're up there in the rankings. They are. And Kansas is Kansas. This is Bill Self. Like, come on. If you had Kansas to a Big Ten that already has Michigan, Michigan State, Wisconsin's always doing good, Ohio State, Illinois, Penn State, Maryland on the rise. No, I see your point. And Garrett, you know, some time to think. What's uh, what's your opinion? I think the I think especially from a basketball standpoint, which is what this show is about, the Big Ten will be the toughest basketball conference for years to come if they pick up Kansas and Iowa State. I mean, last year, Big Ten, I mean, despite the poor showing in the NCAA tournament, which you can make arguments about that being the tough conference schedule they played, playing in the toughest conference in the country last year. But the Big Ten is just, I mean, last year you were looking at it, and teams one through ten, you could make a legitimate, out of 14 teams, you could make a legitimate argument for 10 of them winning the conference. Right. And – you add Iowa State and Kansas to that, now you're talking 12 out of 16 teams that could win the conference. So I I think the Big Ten will be the basketball conference to beat for probably the next decade if they pick up Iowa State and Kansas. Yeah, and I was thinking, you know, for a long time it's always been the ACC. The ACC is the team to beat in basketball. They have Duke, North Carolina, North Carolina State, you name it, they have them. They're usually pretty good. Uh, they used to have Maryland, who was always really good when they were in the ACC. But, you know, with Coach K leaving and Roy Williams leaving and Wake Forest not being good in years and with NC State not being as good as they usually are and Notre Dame not being as good as usually they are, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think it's the torch has been passed to the Big Ten, especially, or especially if they pick up Kansas and Iowa State. Now, I think this year is the Big 12, but – you know, this hypothetical scenario that's honestly kind of likely, they'll be the best. And it's going to be the Big Ten's conference to lose. Now, I think it's funny that out of the Power Five basketball conferences, or technically still Power Six, uh, their conference has won the least amount of national championships in the past 20 or 30 years. I forget which one it was. But I think that'll really change if they add Kansas and Iowa State. Because it's going to be by far the most competitive conference. Yeah, far and away. And the other part of that question, I think, SEC is probably going to be the most top heavy and probably have the most team possibly have the most teams in the top 10. I mean, they'll be right there competing for it, but I think top to bottom, the big 10 is going to be a better conference. Okay. Well, does anyone have any closing thoughts on just the comments realignment in general? I'm going to give my closing remarks, but Ethan Garrett, I think it's going to be a, a glorious mess. Like, it's yep. going to be fun. It's going to make for a lot of content. We're all still dealing in hypotheticals and theories. Like if the news hadn't broke last week that 
the root, I guess rumors, not news, but the rumors that Kansas was talking to the Big Ten, I would not have included Kansas. I would have been I would have been pushing Oklahoma State and Iowa State to the Big Ten instead of Kansas and Iowa State. So and all this is going to be up in the air throughout the summer, leading all the way in yeah, throughout this fall, spring, and next summer. I'd be I think college sports landscape is going to be entirely different going into 2022 than it is right now. That's fair to say, Ethan. I agree with Garrett. I think you used the term perfectly. It's a glorious mess. It's going to be a lot of fun, but if I'm in the Big 12 office working with the higher-ups, I'm trying to look at how many years are left in my contract and what conference wants me to go work for them. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, odds that the Big 12 stays alive – Honestly, not much. Texas and Oklahoma were the two biggest money-making schools. And if the ESPN uh, economics team is already concerned with the amount of money that the conference is making, and then you those two leave, yeah, it's not going to be really a thing anymore. Unless ESPN just has sympathy for the other schools, which they don't, then I don't see this conference staying alive much longer. And as for Texas, it's always hooking, baby. <laughs> um, and I think... That's going to be the end of our show for tonight. If y'all enjoyed this, please make sure to hit the notification bell for Spotify or Apple Music. Make sure you check out our socials, as previously mentioned. You can go back to the very beginning of the episode to check them out. And outside of that, we will see y'all next time. Peace.